0: देह शिवा बर मोहे ई है, शुभ कर्मन्ते कबहुं हूँ न डराऊं, डरौं, अरिसों जब जाए लडौं, निश्चय कर अपनी जीत करौं, अरुसिक हो आपने ही मनकों, इह लालच हो गुण तव उचरौं, जब आउ की आउध निदान बने, अति ही रन मैं तब जू जमरौं। translation says O Akal give me this boon may I never ever shirk from doing good deeds that I shall not fear when I go into combat and with determination, I will be victorious. That I may teach myself this greed alone to speak only of Thy praises. And when the last days of my life come, I may die in the might of the battlefield. With reference to the above verse, I request you to elaborate on its significance in today's world. As I have always encountered this verse being used as a battle anthem. But it appears to me that battles are not gross in our day-to-day life. Then how to live a life in the light of these beautiful verses of Guru Gobind Sahib. शुभ कर्म, अरिसों जब जाये लड़ों, सिखहों, गुनतव उचरों, All these refer to the same one, the same thing. And when you see that obviously the Guru is talking of just one because he is devoted to just one, then you realize what he is advising with respect to your day to day practical life. He says, Deh Shiva Baramohe ihe, Shubh Karmante Kabhinataro. So he is asking the Kalpurak, the Lord, the God, he is asking Shiva that he should never deviate from the path of auspicious deeds. Hmm? This in itself. Is a total and complete prayer. But fortunately for us, there is more. And that helps deepen the understanding of the seeker. What has Guru Gobind Singh asked for? Auspicious deeds. And he says, I want nothing else. Deh Shiva bar mohe ehe. This, only this. Nothing else do I want. I should be committed to the good. I should be committed to good deeds, auspicious deeds. Then he further says, So now you know what those auspicious deeds are. Now those auspicious deeds are being talked of in other words. Now you are being given another angle to look at those auspicious deeds from. Now you are being given another way to understand what those auspicious deeds are. What are those auspicious deeds? The auspicious deed is to not to be afraid of the enemy when you are in the middle of the fight. Na darau jab Ari means the enemy. Na darau jab Which battle is he talking of? He is talking of the inner battle. The ego sense wants to reach the truth, Shiva. But is being misled, blocked, bewitched by Prakriti. That is the battle. That inner battle can sometimes manifest as a worldly battle as well. But in essence, even the worldly battle is an inner battle. Do you see what the battle looks like? There is the ego sense. It is being called by the truth. But it is being mesmerized, enthralled. Or being violently stopped by the forces of prakriti, maya, the world. This is the battle. The I sense, the ego is embattled. On one hand is love, on the other hand is the conditioning. This same inner battle can outwardly happen in a laboratory, in a battlefield, in a legislative assembly, in a household, in a classroom, in the streets, in a hospital, in a temple, anywhere. But irrespective of where that outwardly battle apparently happens. It is essentially an inner battle in which the ego is poised between truth and maya. I'm getting it. Truth enlightens, so it is attractive. Maya enthralls, so it is sometimes even more attractive. Hmm? Where to go? That is the battle. Outwardly, it may happen that sometimes, not always, you have to fight a physical enemy for. The sake of your true love. That too is essentially the same inner battle. The one who is steadfastly fighting the inner battle is as much of a warrior as the one who is shedding blood In an external battlefield. Both must be equally praised. For their courage. And valor. But it is just that when we see. Blood being spilled. It is a little more spectacular. We feel a little more reverence. But the outer warrior. And the inner warrior. Are in the same dimension. Anybody who is fighting the force of Maya is a warrior. Hmm? So, Guru Gobind Sahib says, Na mm-hmm. jab The enemy is big and severe. And fear appears so natural. Fear must not be natural because fear is not your nature. Nischay kar apani jeet karo Be determined. Fight it out. Your victory lies not in the outcome but in the fight. Victory is not the upshot of the battle. Victory is the essence of the battle. There is a great difference. You must understand. Prakriti programs you to look only at the upshots, the results. Are you getting it? You tried hard. You did not get the fruit. As an ape, you are trying hard and you did not get the fruit. You'll sleep on an empty stomach. Right? And your condition would be no better than another ape who is is sleeping on an empty stomach because he did not try at all. Prakriti knows only results. Prakriti respects only results. Are you getting it? There is a fire. Both the saint and the sinner would die. Because Prakriti is material and material does not care for enlightenment. The result would be the same. The material result would be the same in case of a fire. Are you getting it? In a spiritual battle, it is not the result that counts. It is the battle that counts. The battle is the victory. To fight is to be victorious. Are you getting it? But if you look for an ultimate victory, as sometimes those people who look for some ultimate event called enlightenment, then you are just playing by Prakriti's rules. You have walked straight into the trap. It is Prakriti that teaches you to go for one final result. Aim it and get it. And if you are targeting enlightenment, then you are actually targeting to live by and an unenlightened prakrati because it's she who is teaching you to live by accomplishments. Are you getting it? Just fight. That's the jeet that the Guru is talking of. Aru sikha ho. And I know that my mind is desirous of something. Feeling incomplete, it seeks something. I will be a good student and teach my mind that only one greed is acceptable. The greed towards truth. I will keep forever reciting the name of God. I will be attached to His name, and that is the only worthwhile attachment. You see, in this battle, I am facing something impossible. I am fighting because I am body-identified. Had I not been body-identified, there would have been no need for any kind of spiritual practice or seeking. And because I am body-identified, so I feel incompleteness, I feel attraction, I feel attachment, I feel greed, aversion, all these things. So what do I do? Here is a great method. Target all your impulses towards God if you have greed be greedy towards God if you have anger be angry on not getting God if you are attached be attached to the truth target whatever you have towards him use whatever you have towards him If you can sing sing of him if you can run run for him if you are given to thinking try thinking of him if you are so emotional turn your emotions towards him jab aau ki aud and when the time has come then I should gladly disappear in both ways neither should I be afraid of physical death nor should I be afraid of dissolution into you when the opportunity comes. Just as it is important that the warrior in the physical battlefield is not afraid of physical death, it is equally important that the warrior in the spiritual battlefield is not afraid of dissolution when it comes. That's your last test. That's what the enemy measures you on. All right, you're a very skilled fighter. But can you remain unflinching in the face of death? That's what would be asked of you. Similarly, in your spiritual pursuit, you'd be asked, all right, you have a very dedicated ego. It is prepared to give up everything. Finally, is it prepared to give up itself? And if it cannot give itself up, what is the point in other austerities? You are giving so much to the Lord. You say you are submitted. But you are constantly failing the last test. And the last test is to give yourself up, just as the last test for the physical warrior is to lay down his life. When in the physical battlefield don't hesitate to lay down your life and in the spiritual field don't hesitate to lay down your ego and both are one. Both are one. The physical warrior cannot lay down his life willingly if his ego is not fully dedicated to a noble cause. And the spiritual warrior cannot let his ego dissolve if he is very mindful of the body. The spiritual warrior must be prepared to give up the body. The physical warrior must be egoless to give up the body. Both are one. Hmm? The world is a battlefield. We all are embattled. Spiritual practice. is to fight well. There is the mind and there is Shubhankar as well, right? The mind is designed to do something. You have a choice in going along with the mind or not. There is the mind and then there is you. Do you find it necessary to comply? You do. But it's not necessary. And therein lies hope. You mentioned that uh, the physical death and the spiritual death both are required. But usually we nowadays see that there have been such instances where people are ready for their physical death. But that would not necessarily mean the spiritual death. So, and somehow also I we revert to the things what the Sikh gurus have done and the disciples. But uh, is it right to assume that it was all done with uh, a spiritual... The battle is essentially internal. Remember that. The battle is essentially internal. Outside you only have its manifestations. He said the manifestation could be in a laboratory, in a house, in a temple, in the street, or in a battlefield. Or in a battlefield. So, whatever you are doing, and wherever you are doing it, The real thing is internal and therefore it has to be won internally only. What is certain is that if the manifestation is external and you are afraid of losing physical life, that surely means you are losing the battle. However, it does not mean that in the external battle, if you are prepared to lay down your life, you are necessarily winning the inner battle. Please understand this. A reluctance to lay down life is a sure shot indicator of the presence of an ignorant ego. But an eagerness to lay down life is not a sure shot indicator of a surrendered ego. So don't get confused. Hmm? It has to be understood like this. A real spiritual warrior would be prepared to lay down his life. However, that does not mean that everybody who is prepared to lay down his life is a spiritual warrior. Is that clear? Hmm? Uh, so when we talk of terrorism and terrorism uh, terrorism is specifically talked in terms of uh, kind of religious war so at the same time uh, it's uh, it's appear it's like they are even though they are uh, prepared to lay down their life uh, they say uh, that they are warriors of God or so but at the same time the, there's an ego inflating business is going so it is a battle against ignorance, no? We said the real battle is essentially internal. And internally, it is a battle against ignorance. Another name for Maya is agyan, ignorance. avidya, ignorance. On one hand is clarity. The truth is bodh On one hand is clarity. On the other hand is agyan, avidya. Right? So in the battle you are against ignorance whereas if you are fighting propelled by ignorance then obviously it is not a spiritual battle. If you are talking of many people who motivated by false ideals take to the battlefield cause the death of others and their own death. Then you have to ask, are they motivated by light or by ignorance? What is their central inspiration? Where are they coming from? The spiritual warrior is fighting against ignorance. He is not fighting as an ignorant one. Whereas these people that you're talking of who cause bloodshed in the name of religion, etc. You have to ask, are they fighting as soldiers of clarity or are they fighting motivated by just ignorance? Do they really understand or are they just enthusiastic and energetic. You have to go to one of those young people and check. What is their real inspiration? Is it clarity? Or is it some kind of hazy ideal? If the inspiration is coming from lucidity, the great clear truth then he is indeed a spiritual warrior. But if the motivation is coming from some random story or some hackneyed ideal then he is not a warrior against darkness then he is a soldier of darkness. He has no clarity. Therefore, what is he fighting against? He is fighting against light, actually. Check his clarity. Check out whether he is clear about what he is doing. He has passion. But does he have clarity? clarity. That's the thing to check out. Mere passion is not sufficient.